Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear, and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. We're broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Block Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Uh, for all of our, our Cyber Station uh, listeners, just want to let you know, we're on tape delay, so don't call in. We won't be there when you call in. So we're on tape delay, but it's the same great entertainment. And for everybody, our sound quality will be a little off today. Our usual Skype connection to the satellite is down temporarily, so we are using our backup system, which does not have quite the, uh, the depth of the sound quality that we're used to. But uh, we'll have it back, uh, maybe even have it back during the, during the program. I'm getting all kinds of messages here. But in the meantime, it's November. November 15th, 2013, and today we're going to be talking to a musical artist from Calgary and another one from California. We are all over North America today. At 2.04 Eastern, that's just three minutes from now, Ruben Bullock will join us, and he's going to play cuts from his new project, Ruben and the Dark. And at 2.30 Eastern, Irene Diaz will return to Music Friday with cuts from her album, I Love You Madly, and news on the Women of Color convention that she's participating in this weekend in Los Angeles. So stick around. You're going to be able to meet two great musical stars. And remember, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. So you can call us at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can log into the chat room. Yes, the chat room is up if you're listening to us on um, Blog Talk Radio. The chat room is now up. Or you can email us. And our email address, as I'm sure everybody knows, is music. Friday live at gmail.com. That's music Friday live at gmail.com. Or hit us on Twitter. Our handle is at music Friday live. But what we really love is your emails at music Friday live at gmail.com and your calls at 347 215 7511. That's 347 215 7511. So, Keep in mind that this is your show. If you know a hot young band that you think should be on Music Friday, tell us about it. Go to our website. Our website is musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. There's no www. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And you click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top on the left. It says Your Choice. And up pops a little form you can fill out. You put their name in the nomination form, and how we get in touch with them takes 30 seconds, and it could put a band that you've discovered on the air. And while you're there, look around. Read the reviews. Check out the band bios. Uh, look at the videos. Comment on the blog. You know, play around. We've we put a lot of work into musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, uh, and it's all there for you. So enjoy it. Now, we're going to take a quick break now, and when we come back, Reuben Bullock is going to join us. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we're back at Music Friday, ready for our first guest. But first of all, I've I got to give a quick shout-out to our terrestrial radio stations, our, our terrestrial radio listeners. And I want to say hi especially to our FM listeners on KSKQ FM in Ashland, Oregon. Ashland, Oregon is a great town. It's a college town. It's also a Shakespeare town. 
So hi, everybody out there in Ashland, Oregon, and I'm glad you've got a new radio tower so you can hear us all the way to Portland. <laughs> okay. All right, and I want to remind everybody that Music Friday is brought to you by Solar City. Solar City is America's number one provider of clean energy. More about that later. Have your pen and pencils, pen and paper ready later because I'm going to give you a phone number that will tell you how you can get solar energy in your home or business for, for free, no upfront cost, and get a discount on your energy bill. So keep your pen and pencil, uh, your pen and paper handy because we're going to tell you about that later in the show. But right now, roll like a rolling stone. That's an image that especially resonates with Americans. We of the frontier and the prairie and the restless moving, our mental images fed to us in movies and television and ads of the, of the lone man or the lone woman on a Harley or in a pickup truck riding off into the sunset. Independent, stark, looking forward to the next mountain, the next desert, the next curve in the road, and maybe the next life. But that's not really how it is. Being alone counting only on yourself, always looking for the next curve in the road is often painful and it often comes from pain, from heartache, from anguish, from the need to escape. Ruben Bullock captures that in his poetry, his songwriting, and most especially in his music. He brings out the longing. He brings out the determination. He brings out the questions in a way that few can do and none can do with his youth and none with his youth have, have a right to understand how to do it. Now, I heard Ruben in the dark in a showcase club in California, their first gig on a North American tour, and I was actually there for another band. But these five young men from Canada blew me away. They're now on a really busy tour, bouncing between clubs in the U.S. and East Coast and Canada. But Ruben Bullock took time off today to talk to us. I understand he's in a van heading between cities. Ruben, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Where are you right now? Uh, I guess right now we're in, in Connecticut, uh, just outside of uh, North Haven, maybe. Kind of on, okay. on route to a show in Boston. Okay. Oh, boy, going up to Boston. Well, first of all, welcome to Music Friday, and, and, and thank you for taking the, the time to be with us today. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me. Uh, Ruben, I looked at your tour schedule. This is kind of a brutal tour. California, New York <laughs> City, Portland, Oregon, yeah. Seattle, Victoria, Minneapolis—you're you're all over the place. How are you holding up? Uh, I mean, I mean, pr pretty good, su surprisingly. I guess everyone's a little bit um, tired, but I, I think there's a bit of a second wind kicking in now. Um, yeah, the routing has been kind of in insane. I mean, starting starting on on the west coast there, and immediately going to New York and back to Portland um, was quite a way to start it. But, uh, but yeah, we got we got a nice little tour van. It's 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 comfy and and everyone gets along well and you know we enjoy playing shows every night. So it, it's kind of uh, yeah, you, you just get a little energy every time you, you step on the stage. <laughs> but the tour kind of restarts after every show. So uh, did, uh, nice. did uh did you take the van across the country? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's an old, <laughs> old Chevy old Chevy Starcraft. Um, kind of like mid '80s. Oh a, my a God! Of a, well, a vintage. Yeah. Uh, well, and, yeah. We we put more miles on this thing than I could than I could say. I think we tallied it up that we've been around the around the 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 Earth twice um, <laughs> in the last like twelve months or something. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot a lot of driving. Well, well, I, I know you're Canadian, but but that sounds like kind of an American thing to do to drive all over the place. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I talked about your your ability to translate um, the, the the feelings of being on the road um, into music, and uh, um, yeah. specifically, you, you have a new single out called called Rolling Stone. So I want to give our listeners yeah. a, a little taste of it. Yeah. Hot and cold Roll like a roll, like a roll, like a rolling stone To the feeling of Hot and cold You took my body, you took my body You took my body home You took my 
That is so powerful, those lines in there, I don't want to die in the middle of a city, I just want to be alone. Where, where did that come from? Is, is that you that's actually saying that, that you don't want to die in the middle of a city? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure where it, it comes from, I suppose. Like, I've, I've never been that good at articulating any kind of specific <laughs> intention, so I, 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 I try to be pretty free I mean, lyrically, and uh, I, I think a lot of stuff just just comes out. I mean, um, yeah, like I I I have a complete affinity with everything I write, and um, yeah, I guess I suppose it's a product of uh, of you know my my life and and an experience and all that. I think I think you actually did a nice job, <laughs> better than I could I have think, been. I, 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 explaining I, some of this, stuff. I was listening to it and I was like. Right, right, yeah. I wish I could write like that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah almost, I mean, it, it's very personal stuff, for sure. Well, you almost died in the city in Thailand, didn't you? <laughs> right, yeah. Do yeah, you want to tell yeah, us what happened and how it affected your music? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. So whatever it, it was, uh, maybe 2004 or something like that. Yeah. Um, the tsunami and, and such. Uh, yeah, I got I got caught right up in the middle of it, and um, it's kind of a dramatic experience. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I I pull from a lot of a lot of things, and I, and everything I pull from is is something closely personal. You know, I I let my imagination run wild at the same time, but uh, I I think lyrically, I mean, everything is everything is based in in, in something I've experienced or understand. I, I, I try to be pretty honest about, about writing, um, um, and, the, and the, the, those kind of experiences yeah, definitely definitely play into it. The um, that particular song, to me, and, and correct correct me if I'm I'm wrong in this, but it has kind of a a feel of gospel. It, it not not the form of gospel, but the feel of gospel. Yeah. I'm going to play just a little bit more of it so so we can hear what I'm talking about. Sure. Roll like a roll, like a roll, like a rolling stone To the feeling of hot and cold Roll like a roll, like a roll, like a rolling stone To the feeling of hot and cold That feels that that's a gospel cadence, and, and I lived in Atlanta, and I have had plenty of opportunity to hear that cadence, and and you've kind of captured it without copying it. Did, did that come from your childhood of being raised by a traveling preacher? Yeah, I I, I definitely I definitely think it, it would have have an influence for sure. I mean, I'm, I may, I may have even I don't know what the specific would be. It's kind of uh, I think it, it may it may come from place I suppose you know like of that of that kind of soul music and 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 expressing something on that uh, of, of, of that sincerity and you know like because I, 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 yeah because it isn't an intentional thing it's like there, we get a lot of gospel references and it's hard to kind of put your finger down on what it on what it is even if it's just the choir component of having four or five guys singing on a song together you know it's it, 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 it doesn't happen that often unless it's in a choir, you know. Um, I think that, and and just maybe the, the lyrical base of a lot of the of a lot, a lot of the song. But yeah, there's there's definitely an influence from being in that church kind of setting, being young and, well, well, you, um, and you hear, did, hearing you, that. You didn't follow, of course, in your father's footsteps, or or as I no, understand no. it, or in the, uh, the the religious footsteps, because I. I don't hear any divine overtones in your work. If anything, no. it's kind of the opposite. Um, you went on to be a semi-pro skateboarder, which is not exactly a religious calling. So, can I right, assume right. that a lot of your music has a little rebellion in it? Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably safe to say. I mean, um, that was kind of the extent of the influence being 
being brought up in a religious house with a, with a preacher as a dad was just that kind of like uh, just unique opportunity to rebel against something. Um, and I, yeah, and I, so I, so I think, yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, that's probably what got me into skateboarding when I was young and, you know, and, and, and outlet to kind of be a, a punk, you know, and, and, and live on the kind of fringes of society and, and, and understand what it was like to, to kind of just, just do whatever you wanted to do, regardless of how people felt about it. Cause at the time skateboarding was quite a rebellious thing. You know, it was, you're getting kicked out of school for bringing a skateboard and, and, you know, tickets and, and, and police stations for riding around downtown. And so, yeah, it, that, that, that probably influenced things as well. And I mean, in more recent years, my, my dad left the church and kind of left religion and he's no longer, you know, doing that. And I think that, that probably has had an influence on me um, wow. at the same time. Cause I mean, yeah, there are religious kind of components to the songs and there is like a kind of, um, there's those undertones, but I think it is more uh, irony than than um, anything else. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like uh, it's in the it's in the content, but it's by no means uh, religious. But it has taken uh, from those influences for sure. Um, I, I was uh, as, as I listened to the song, and actually I've I've been listening to your your music all uh, all all week. Uh, there's a line in there. I heard the cries of a child, the hands of time, not satisfied. Oh, how my lungs became ears, became eyes. What were right. you, that, to me, that sound is somewhat religious. What, what were you talking about there? <laughs> I, I never, I never get into this. I, uh, I, li- I like to be pretty uh, secretive with what I write because I, I don't even know. I mean, with, with me. Uh, words tend to accompany emotion more than they do the other way around. Like I find myself going through lyrics to understand where I'm at in my own life. You know, I think that's wow. like, that was, that was the imagery of, uh, to describe an awakening, I suppose, you know, wow. and those, yeah. and those are just, it's, it's something I, 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 I try to, to do is like not be too in, intentional um, or, or literal, I suppose. Okay. And right. like like lyr- lyrically, I, I I look at it more of like uh, like a way of painting a, a landscape of emotions or, or or something. You know, it's like not everything is tied to a specific event or or thought or or idea. Um, but somehow the, the the lyrics all make perfect literal sense to me. Well, they so make I, perfect sense too. I mean, yeah, you, well, you really that's, that's, succeed, in, and I, I love the imagery there of your using words uh, like to, to paint a, uh, a landscape. Uh, we're starting to get emails. Uh, your fans have, have found you. Um, Ali in Seattle has emailed in, and he said, Damn, I missed you uh, when they were here in Seattle. Do you plan to come back? You probably do. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, we're we're working on a we're working on a tour right now for. Um, for I, I suppose uh, you know maybe late January February and it's, it hasn't been mapped out. Seattle's close to home though, and we we had a really nice time there. So uh, I'm 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 eager to get back. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess just stay tuned with with the websites and and all the social media stuff, and we'll it'll be announced as soon as it's all sorted out. Uh, well, since you mentioned your website, why don't you tell people where they can go to find out more? Yeah, so it's just uh, it's RubenAndTheDark.com, the couple W's in front of it, um, and and that that'll kind of that'll be the the first place that most of the stuff is is, uh, is posted. We also have Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, which is just the same, you know, Ruben in the Dark. Okay, um, Carson in Austin, Texas uh, wants to know what happened in Thailand. He never finished the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny. It's a funny thing to talk about. So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you don't have to. Um, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. What? What? Yeah. Maybe I won't. <laughs> okay. All right. Because um, yeah. I was going to ask you about another brush with death you had, something to do with an exploding right. car. Do, do you want to skip that one, too? Yeah, I, ha- I mean, yeah, I got a bit of a history littered with dramatic episodes and, and things. I, I mean, I, I, try to, I try to keep it as much as I can about uh, the music at this point. I, I, I think stories are really interesting in giving context, but I don't know if the music okay. needs too much personal context. All right. Well, well, well Carson, I, uh, I I appreciate the fact that you're listening carefully, but um, we're not going to go there. 
Um, it's a long, Zera, it's a long story for a short interview, I suppose. That would be what I'm, okay. I'm getting at. If you want to hear me talk, very, talk about that, very good I, answer. I take too long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Madeira in St. Louis wants to know, um, do you have an album out, and where can uh, sh- uh, she download that song? Right. So if, if you go to our website, um, which is rubeninthedark.com, um, it's, it's, it'll be posted there. It's on iTunes. Uh, so far we just have two songs available on the Internet, and that's Rolling Stone and an older one, Sh- Shoulder Blade, which we, uh, we actually got to record uh, in London with the, the drummer from Florence and the Machine, Chris Hayden. Um, and he, you know, he, he produced it. So that's, those two are the only ones that are online right now. New since album coming out in uh, Since you mentioned uh, sh- Shoulder Blade, let's, let's play a little bit of it. Sure. Through a crack in the wall An umbilical cord Hide your love inside my head The truth is I've tried How to be the old on your mind and trying to change but you cut like a cold shoulder blade hide your love inside my head and time My back Tell me which is which Prepare my heart for this Talking with uh, Ruben Bullock of the band Ruben and the Dark. You can talk to him. You can call us at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and many of you are, and we have questions from you. But I've I've got a question uh, before we turn uh, to to the emails, and that is... um, uh, Ruben, you you saw a lot of life before you picked up the guitar. You actually didn't start playing the guitar till you were 21. Um, right. Is that? Am I right on that? Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Well, in, in that particular song, uh, you sing about seeing it all before, and you sing about an umbilical cord and a wrecking ball. I, I know yeah. you fill notebooks with poems and lyrics before you learn to play. Can you remember what prompted that song? I know it's an older one, but was that a poem first? Yeah, actually. Um, it was. It's funny. We just played uh, in this in this, this city in, in Canada, uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And uh, for the first, I, I blanked out in the middle of playing that song because I remembered that I had written it in a, in a band hotel above this little venue in that city um, maybe two years ago. And... and uh, and had a moment of revisiting it. It's funny, you, you know, you play songs every night and you forget where they where they came from. But I mean, yeah, that that was that was one of those songs that came out in just a moment. You know, it was just that the lyrics just kind of wrote themselves, um, and then the music followed. You know, really shortly after, um, which is 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 the best is is kind of how I like a song to come together in a, in a really kind of like. Um, for it to just kind of appear, you know, and not not be not be constructed too much or or thought about too long, to try to keep the essence of whatever it was that prompted me to start to pick up a pen or whatever, you know, to not have that process take too long. 
honors. If you overthink, if you yeah, overthink yeah, do, you, do you lose the, uh, the, the motion? Right, yeah, absolutely. And that tends to be the, what's at the bottom of the, of the writing process is, is the emotion and not the technical component. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nice to be able to kind of spit something out to wait on it long enough that it just comes out, you know, naturally and, and, and hopefully not, it doesn't take too long, I suppose. All right. Um, yeah. Master Magic in San Francisco wants to know, uh, how long does it take you to, to cut a song uh, like Rolling Stone? It seems like you don't use mm-hmm. a lot of special effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that we, we actually are, are pretty conscious of and value. It's, it, it's funny, too, because, I mean, Rolling Stone probably has the most production we've ever put into recording. Um, it, because typically we've, we've done everything live off the floor. And uh, it's the same kind of, it almost comes back to the same thing, you know, when writing a song um, and trying to make it a complete thought, uh, having it happen naturally and in that moment, we, we've been trying to approach recording in the same way. Because there's a million decisions to be made, and the fewer ones you make and the more intuitive you are about it, it tends to be the better recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we definitely approach it in that way. So as far as we, we, we did work with a producer on that song, um, this guy, Stephen Cause uh, from Toronto. And, um, but, I mean, we, we, we worked really well together, had a great chemistry, and, and things just happened quick, and we were definitely cautious of not... Uh, overloading or overproducing what we're working on to try to keep the core of it strong. Well, um, it sure worked well. <laughs> you you manage that one. Um, aftershave in Portland, Oregon. We got a lot of Oregon listeners. I guess they're all getting that uh, that signal off our t- off the tower there. Wants nice. to know how did you manage to put together five people so well, and how do you manage to keep them all together? Which is probably a harder yeah. thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's uh, actually. I mean. It's been, it's been really, it's been really simple. Yeah, the br- the brother. I mean, it's hard to get rid of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you know, like we we really lucked out. Um, everyone came together in a in a really natural way. It hasn't been a. We haven't really come across any any major issues, and and the way that we all kind of joined the band and how everyone met each other is, is, uh, is a fairly organic kind of uh, relationship. And it's been enough to keep everyone around this whole time. Luckily, like we, we have a great on stage and, and, and writing chemistry and, and we're actually pretty good friends, you know, when you strip all that away. And that's, I think the lucky, the lucky part of it. And somehow yeah. everyone, you know, even the way we all sing together, it's not really, um, it's just it just all happened, and, and we're trying to hang on to that natural component of this of this group, you know, um, not overthink too many things, and just just kind of play by heart. Um, are and the they, band, are they in the van? Are they, they there are, with yeah. you in the van? Uh, and then they're yeah, all listening just, to just this. Pulled huh? into, just pulled into New Haven and parked here. Ooh, okay, all right. Well, you, you yeah. are on a really t- tough tour right now, but but let me ask you quickly about the bigger picture. Uh, I know that you got brought yeah. to London by record company Love 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 Records. You've mm-hmm. got a great single out. You've got several very good videos. So I sense you're beginning to pull all this together. What happens yeah. when you come off the tour? What do you do then? Well, we um, we have a couple more songs to record in Toronto. Um, and that'll be the end of this of our our upcoming album, which we're we're looking to put out in you know um, May June 2014. Um, so that's kind of that's the most pressing. Um, we're 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 filming a uh, a music video, which I mean I don't know how much I can talk about that, but I'm pretty excited. We're working with a, a director. I'm really uh, you know excited about working with and. Uh, and then just kind of mapping out another tour for for the new year, um, trying to really keep keep busy and keep moving. Um, well, it's kind of everyone, that, everyone's really keen on on being busy, and like we we really enjoy doing this stuff. Well, it it shows in your music, um, and we're really busy, which means we're about to run out of time here. So, mm-hmm. uh, let me remind everybody that folks can get your music at RubenAndTheDark.com. That's www.RubenAndTheDark.com. You're going to be um, you're playing tonight. Where are you playing tonight? Um, so it's actually it's tomorrow night that we're playing. Tomorrow night. Um, we got a day off tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're playing in Cambridge, which I guess is is just 
maybe that's also Boston. It's right beside Boston. It's on the other. It's, it's on the other side of the river from Boston. It's a separate town, but that's okay. Right. So Cambridge and uh, a place called the Toad. Oh, the Toad. The Toad is um, <laughs> legendary, right? Everybody nice. in Boston knows the Toad. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, it, it'll be our second time there, actually. So um, in in the Boston area. So excited. Okay. Excited. And and then I know Sunday you're going to be at the Brooklyn Bowl in um, right. in in uh, Brooklyn, and that uh, you're going to be at the Toad at seven thirty, and Brooklyn Bowl uh, doors open at eight o'clock, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we are out of time. I want to thank you very much for for stopping by for for taking a break from uh, uh, the van ride there. Say hi to all the guys in the band, and I'm looking forward thank to you. seeing you again in Los Angeles. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Until next time. Thanks again. Yeah, we have to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, a woman who, in my opinion, is one of the most talented emerging singer-songwriters around, Irene Diaz. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back. You're listening to Music Friday. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host. And don't forget, we'd like to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. You can email us. We've got a lot of And I want to apologize to everybody who emailed in questions to Ruben that got here after he went off. My, my apologies there, but you can follow him on his website. And incidentally, the, uh, the email address here is musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, our next guest, Irene Diaz, is on the line. But first, I have to tell you about our sponsor, because I promised you at the beginning of the show to, that I would tell you how you could get solar energy for your home or your business at no cost with a discount. And I want to do you, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to keep that promise. And the uh, the way you do it is you talk to Solar City. Solar City is America's number one supplier of clean energy. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home or business with no upfront cost, proof credit. You just pay for the energy you use, just like you do now, except that you're going to use a lot less of it because the sun is making it for you. And I know because I did it. My, my energy bill got cut in half when we put solar power on our, on our roof. So it's a win-win. You save money and you help save the earth. And you can save even more money if you mention Music Friday when you call Solar City. That's right. And here comes that number. If you call my friend Tina at 909-617-6937. That's 909-618. I'm sorry, 618. 6937. Tina is at Solar City and she will help you. And if you tell Tina that I said to call, that Patrick from uh, Music Friday said to call, she'll give you a $250 discount on your first energy order. So once again, 909 618 6937. That's Solar City. Well, Irene Diaz is one of my favorite female musical artists. As many times as I have heard it, her song, Crazy in Love, gives me goosebumps still. Irene and her collaborator, Carolyn Cardoza, create a totally embracing musical environment, kind of a womb of melody and notes that just make you feel warm and wonderful and that you don't want to leave. She is unique, and she's headed for her own star. 
We were lucky to have her on Music Friday in September, and we're really proud that she agreed to come back and talk to us today. Irene, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. I know you have a gig tonight and a conference tomorrow, so I appreciate you taking a little bit out of your day for us. No, it's great. I'm I'm so glad that I'm I'm able to talk to you again. You're awesome. (laughs) Well, so are you. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about tonight's gig. Uh, You're going to be playing in Santa Monica at a place called the Sanctuary. You you want to tell us about it, but what can we we expect there? You know, actually, the Sanctuary, um, it's a church. Um, So this will be my first time playing in a church since I was, like, a teenager. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've, I've never been there, and I think this is one of my first, maybe, first performances in Santa Monica, and... I'm just really excited just to hear the acoustics and, and how it is. They have showcases um, once a month, so um, I'm, I'm a part of it. Oh, that's great. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm going to be there, and I want everybody in Los Angeles who's hearing me today to, to be there, and that's uh, the Sanctuary. The Sanctuary is um, uh, just off of Main Street. For those of you who are on the west side, you know Main Street is that, that really cool, hip, uh, part of uh, Santa Monica where all the food trucks con- uh, congregate on the first Friday. And the sanctuary is actually at the corner of 2nd and Hill. So uh, that's, uh, that's some place where you ought to be, particularly if you're in the west side of Los Angeles. Um, I want to play a little bit of your music. I, as I said, I've, I, I get goosebumps when I, uh, I listen to your music. So um, let's listen to... Uh, let's, let's, get a little taste of of what we're going to hear tonight. That's a little bit of, of your song, Tricky Game. You want to t- t- tell us about that? Uh, it really shows off your, your ability to play the piano. Yeah, um, that song took me a year to write. Um, in and out, you know, just, just coming up with, with um, the storyline. And originally the storyline was going to be like how love is a tricky game. And, um, but it turned into um, how tricky, you know, the, this this man is to this woman. Um but in the end, you know, it, it, it's a twist. So the woman is, is talking to this other woman about be careful because this guy is, you know, out to get you. He's no good. He may be really sweet, but just watch out. But by the end, she's still in love with this man who, you know, who, this man, he, he's, he's a vicious man. So, <laughs> But she's still in love with him. So it's a story. And I wrote it, um, I'm not sure, but I, I, I think around the time I was, you know, hanging out with one of my friends and, you know, trying to get her away from, from her boyfriend who was abusive and she'd just keep going back to him and it was just frustrating. So I think part of that story came out in, you know, Tricky Game. Well, it certainly demonstrates not only your ability to uh, write wonderful lyrics and tell great stories, but also your uh, your you're a, vir- you're a virtuoso piano player too. And I know you studied <laughs> classical piano, didn't you? Yeah, when I well, when I was a kid, you know, I, I took piano lessons and I loved it. Well, in the beginning, I hated it, but you know, once you start learning, you're, I just took off, and um, yeah, I just love playing piano. It's it's my favorite instrument, and I love just melodies and just creating. It's, it's the best feeling. Well, on a very different note, um, let's play a little bit of a of another completely different song, and, and a song that really excites me, and will also be a nice segue into what you're going to be doing uh, this weekend. Here's a little bit of "I Am Woman."
I really like that song. It, uh, it's, a, it's a fearless statement of strength. And uh, that reminds me that um, you put your body where your song is. You're participating in the Women of Color um, uh, Conference this Saturday at Cal State L.A. Can you, you tell us about that, uh, what the conference is about and what your role is going to be in it? Well, it's the, it's the fifth annual Women of Color Conference. And um, basically there's just going to be women speakers and um, it's for it's for women of all types, you know, women who have um, who identify as women, and um, it's just going to be a great conference of art and you know culture. But I'm going to be performing um, outside of the university student student union at four o'clock, and this is my first time going, and so I'm, I'm just you know I don't know what to expect. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know what to expect either, but the, the people who are attending can, can expect some really good music. So is there a, a, a music stage set up for you? Yeah. Yeah, they, they're going to have it set up, and they're going to be um, – it's going to be outside. Well, I'm going to be performing outside, and they're going to have the conference indoors. But um, I think it's going to be great. I just – I don't know. I know the, the coordinator um, – it's Denise Carlos from Las Cafeteras, and, and she's just an amazing woman. Just you know, just so active and involved, and in, in, in everything. She works at the at Cal State LA, so she's organizing the event. Well, f- from my, uh, my my white male trying to not be out of touch, but probably am perspective, um, women of color seem to do well in the music industry um, and some of them have actually used it as a door to places of power and money and respect in our society. Is there a larger and a different story here that will be discussed at the uh, the Women of Color Conference? Um, I don't, I'm not too sure, but I know it's going to be very empowering and I don't think it's just for women of color, but I'm sure there's, you know, anybody can go but um, it's just going to be a very empowering event for, for women. And I think, you know, it, it's, I don't think it's just open to women. It's open to men as well. And I think they should be empowered as well. Oh, I love to hear that. Uh, I, I recently saw a, a preview copy of uh, a new movie that's coming out that uh, I want to alert you and all of our listeners to called The Punk Singer. It's a documentary about Kathleen Hanna whose band Bikini Kill kicked off the Riot Girl uh, movement. And uh, one of the, the um, aspects of her concerts was that she said, we love to have men, but you stand in the back. The girls get to come up front. The movie will be out at the end of the month, and it's called The Punk Singer, and uh, you, might, you might enjoy it, uh, uh, Irene. But let me tell everybody who's in Los Angeles, if you're in Los Angeles and you might want to go to the Women of Color Conference, it's the space is limited, uh, and the advanced registration is closed. It closed last week. But there may be space on a first-come, first-served basis. And like Irene said, this is the fifth annual Women of Color uh, Conference. It's very, very popular. Um, call the cross-cultural centers at Cal State Los Angeles, and I'll give you that number. I'm giving you lots of phone numbers today. 323-343-5001, and you can see if there's still uh, a, a time and uh, places there to, for you to register. That's 323-343-5001. And, of course, you can see Irene. So there you are. Well, back to music. Um, you, you, you talked about you, you studied classical piano, and I've heard you play like a concert uh, pianist. What moved you from um, concert piano to pop? Um, I don't know, just the things I had listened to. I mean, I, I studied, you know, piano until I was 15, and I kind of steered away from it a bit. I started playing guitar, and I think that kind of moved me into more of a pop and a genre, and just listening to just different um, musicians, such as like Nina Simone and Alice Fitzgerald, and even like people like Coldplay, I just really enjoyed their music, and I think it kind of seeped into um, my songwriting. And it's, you know, I don't, 
I don't consider myself um, any genre. I just love playing, and whatever comes out, comes out. But I, I really enjoy, you know, being very soulful with my voice. Well, it, it certainly works, and I, I wanted to play just a little bit more of of uh, a tricky game because uh, it uh, really demonstrates your how you've integrated the, the two kinds of music. That's uh, that that's sort of a um, a cross between Flight of the Bumblebees meets Hot Jazz. I don't know. Is that was that as is that as much fun to play as it is to listen to? Yes, it is. It's really fun to play. <laughs> it's a lot it's, though. It, it, my hands get like sweaty if I can say that. <laughs> well, I, but, um, I've watched I've watched you play it, and your hands move so fast that you actually you can't see it. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. I put on Trudeau. <laughs> well, let's um, let, let let's change the pace a little bit here, and because you have an album out, and I want to play the uh, the title track, a little bit of the title track of the album called uh, "I Love You uh, Madly." Kind of makes me think of a of a smoky bar late at <laughs> night. <laughs> you uh, you really pull that off very nicely. That sounds like a difficult song to play and sing, is it? No, I mean it's it's no? pretty easy. I mean the chord progression is pretty standard, but um, it's funny how the the song since I first played it, you know, when I first wrote it, it it's kind of. Um, developed, and I think it's continuing to develop the, the way I sing it. Um, the more comfortable you get into a song, you know, the different it sounds. Are we going to hear it tonight? Um, I don't know. I might bring my guitar. You're <laughs> looking <laughs> out the keyboard, and then just to bring the guitar and like a sedan, it's a lot, but we'll see. Maybe I'll bring it out for you. Well, I, th- I think at some point you need to have a lot of roadies to to help you with all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you'd like yeah. that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, are, are you are you working on a new album? Or are you writing new songs? I am. I mean, I'm constantly writing new stuff. Um, you know, uh, working with a producer. You know, on um, 2014. You know, there's going to be a lot coming up and. Um, I'm really excited. Um, I can't reveal what I'm doing right now, but <laughs> but um, I'm just really excited for things to come. I have different shows coming up, and I don't know where I'll be next year, but I'm sure it'll be somewhere great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you are, too. Well, we're starting to get emails in, uh, and the first one's kind of a, I don't know, maybe it's a sensitive question, maybe it isn't. Uh, you'll have to tell us. Um, and this is from um, uh, Marvin in L.A., and Marvin says, your your name says you're a Latina. Do you sing in Spanish? Um, you know, I'm a Latina. Um, my Spanish isn't that great. 
So I, I tend to sing in English, but I have a few songs that are, you know, I've tried out in Spanish, and um, I feel a lot comfortable, a lot more comfortable singing in English, but it doesn't mean that uh, I'm not going to be writing in Spanish. You know, right now I'm, I'm really focusing on, on um, you know, just singing what I feel. I think Spanish is a beautiful language, and, um, you know, I my grandma spoke only Spanish, and... Um, but I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know what happened. They skipped me. Um, but uh, but yeah. I mean, you know, in the future, I, I'm sure sure going to be putting out you know some songs in Spanish. You know, maybe an album. Who knows? Um, but yes. Are are you uh, second or third generation? I'm third generation. Third yeah, that's that. Statistically, you're you're exactly normal. Statistically, uh, of of all um, immigrants uh, uh, to English speaking countries, the third generation has a tendency to lose the, the native language, much to the dismay yeah. of the grandparents. I'm sure. Right? Um, Mayberry, also in Los Angeles, wants to know: <clears throat> Did you ever have a singing coach for the for the jazz songs? No, um, I didn't. I mean, I never took lessons. Um, what I did was I listened to, I tried to imitate artists that I enjoy listening to, like um, Ella Fitzgerald, even like Louis Armstrong, even artists like, um, there's this guy named Damien Rice, he sings a lot of like really sad songs, but it's very, it's very emotional, so just imitating different people that I enjoy and, you know, just constantly singing, you know, in the car or wherever I can, <laughs> but um, I think I, it's developed in that way. Um, just myself, you know, pushing myself to to imitate artists that I enjoy, and you know, uh, in that I developed my my sound. Well, we have a a comment on that from Blinky in Las Vegas, and Blinky says, "I looked at your video, and it looks like you're a really little person with a big voice." <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about the little person, but the big voice part. Uh, uh, he's he's uh, Blinky's got it exactly right. <laughs> All right. And on that note, on that note, uh, I got another another song uh, I'd like to play because uh, I like to play all of your songs. But uh, one of my favorites. This is uh, "Crazy Love." song that that gives me goosebumps uh, every time I I listen to it. That is such a fabulous song. We're we're listening to, um, we're talking with uh, Irene Diaz, and we'd love to have you talk with her. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can do what most people do, because I know you're sitting there at work, and you've got your earphones on, and you're not really listening to that PowerPoint that's on your screen. You're actually listening to us. So you can email us. 
musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, like I said, we're talking with Irene. And Irene, that that song is just a brilliance that is inspired. And we actually have a an email from um, Louise68 in Washington, D.C., who calls that inspired. And she wants to know, where did you get the idea to bring in the ukulele? Well, Carolyn, Carolyn, I bought her a ukulele, and that's Carolyn Cardoza, right? Yeah, Carolyn Cardoza. If you see the video, she's she's in the video, and um, you know, she just started playing, you know, different things, and um, I just started singing over like that song. I just started singing over it, and lyrics came out, and melodies, and magic, and. All of the above. <laughs> um, now, I've, I have seen you live, and I know that, that, that Carolyn uh, collaborates with, with you sometimes on, on stage. Do, do, do the two of you ever write music together, or is that something just you do by yourself? Um, we do a few songs. When, when Carolyn plays, you know, uh, her ukulele, I'll, I'll just, you know, start making things up, and we've done a few things together. Um, so more of that, but when I write, I I tend to like to write by myself um, more so. Okay. Um, Focus Focus in San Francisco um, has emailed in about uh, that song and, and wants to know, can you do that song live? It seems like there's a lot of production going on there. Mm-hmm. Well, right now... Um, um, it's me and Carolyn, so Carolyn, I'll do the organ and sing, and Carolyn will be playing the ukulele, so um, I've been trying to work out, uh, trying to get, you know, the piano pieces in and the big booms and and stuff, but, um, you know, it's coming along, um, the live, live performances, and I'm working a lot on that. This um, winter break, I'm going to be doing a lot of that, just, you know, trying to find key players and and um, work out the songs and and the production of them. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Unfortunately, we are out of time. That uh, time goes fast when you're having a, a lot of fun. So, Irene, thanks for taking a few minutes off, and I know yeah. you've got to, to get ready for your gig, but let me remind everybody that you can get Irene Diaz's music at www.irenediazmusic.com, and her concert is tonight at the Sanctuary at 8 p.m., the sanctuary is actually a church. It's on the corner of Hill and 2nd Street, just south of Ocean Park Boulevard and a block up from Main Street. And, again, thank you for, for taking the time to be with us, uh, Irene. Thank you so much, Patrick. Great. Thank you. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network. The the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow our Twitter feed, that's at Music Friday Live, you'll get real-time updates on our guest. Vote for your favorite musicians. Nominate your favorite musicians on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. So check that out. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com. Music Friday. Be here next Friday. We're going to have uh, uh, Noctambule and their debut album, Travel in the Shadows, and we're going to interview the director of the new film about Kathleen Hanna uh, and her band, Bikini Kill. See, see you all next week.